0: Dan, take it away.
1: So, one time, back in the day... Back in the day. I'm pretty day. sure I was probably, uh, I don't know, eight or nine. Um, I was up at my friend's house, and he sort of lived up the street, across the street, but it was a, a sort of a slope on the road, but not right. anything extreme. Uphill both ways. Um, yeah, mostly. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, He had his bike at his house, and we were going back to my house, and I figured, I'm like, yeah, I'll just start running, and you can (laughs) ride your bike, and we'll see who gets there first. Um, Naturally, me as a nine-year-old. I was short and fat, (laughs) and I did not win, uh, but I was turning...
0: (laughs) Naturally, as a
1: nine-year-old. Stubby little legs running down the road. Um, But I was turning into my driveway, and he hit my legs with his bike, <laughs> and I landed on both knees and, like, sort of flipped into my front yard and looked out, and, like, both of my knees were super skinned. Okay. Um, that's a current bruise, but I think I still had a scar, like...
0: So naturally... Half dollar
1: size massive wounds on my knees. So
0: naturally, and, as a fat nine-year-old... Yeah. ...you ended up with golf-size
1: welts... Yeah. ...on your knees. It naturally. pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But... And then I went inside, and my mom was like, "Why'd you do that?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) This story keeps getting worse. It's pretty so bad. It's so bad. I don't know.
1: That's the first thing that came to mind.
0: I don't even. I can't even picture you as a fat nine-year-old. So if you have photos, I would greatly appreciate it. Oh, do you
1: still have that? That God, that was even sophomore year. I was that fat.
0: Were you? You were fat for like long amounts of of your life. It wasn't like
1: fat, but there was like husky. Yeah. The
0: kids are calling it husky? Thick. Yeah. It's not on the fridge. Or <laughs> One no. or two C's. Where did
1: it go? I don't know. But it's two
0: C's and a Q at the end. Thick. Two C's and a Q. Okay, Nicole, you have to find it. I'll find it. You um, are tasked. You are tasked. All right. Um. So on today's podcast, I have Dan, who is a co-worker of mine at the private athletics facility where he coaches volleyball, and his girlfriend, Nicole, so happy yeah. to have you. Um, today Dan and I are going to talk about why make money when you can work for free.
1: Yes, my, my life motto.
0: <laughs> That's today's topic. That's, why work for money when you can work for free?
1: Yeah, why, why do what other people get paid for when you can just offer yourself up and to make no money s- for Slavery. It, more or less.
0: <laughs> why work a real job when you can work for free? So, um, basically give me the gist of what you do um, and how many of the jobs have you had? Do you work for free?
1: Um, so right now, I coach volleyball. Uh, in the volleyball realm, it's really you, you volunteer to get your start. And then after you volunteer, you get your foot in the door with a bigger program. And then hopefully that will lead to bigger and better things. Right. Uh, so the payout is that you are going to make money maybe in the long run maybe and, yeah. and maybe it's the big thing <laughs> maybe um, question mark but you know I I started coaching when I was in North Carolina and I coached club there and then I I got a job as a GA at a d2 school and that was really cool and um the GA afforded me a lot of opportunities you know they housed me they gave me food yeah gave me a stipend but um a lot of the work that I did there I I mean, I don't consider. It, I guess I don't consider it working for free. Like I was given a master's degree, but it was right. significantly less money than what you would think a real job. A would real be. job would be. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Was that the only
0: time you've worked for free besides now?
1: No. Okay. Um, I mean, there's been some other stuff. It's mostly. I, I feel like I, I task it up. A lot of it is to. I think. I think about things. That. Maybe might like come back around to me in the future. Yeah. Um. You know, like helping somebody move or just yeah like doing a task that I'm like, oh, I can say I did that. Yeah. And then I'm like, if, put that on my resume. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> maybe I'm not gonna get paid for it, but I know how right. to do it. But, right. Um,
0: Would you say that working for free is strictly bound to coaching volleyball?
1: Um. I mean, there's. I feel like there's two different classes to it. There's, like, there's what I do on the volleyball side of things. Um, you know, working for this program and and the opportunities that could be afforded to me after I'm done. Right. Um, is obviously a step, or so I'm told, a step in the right direction. Yeah. But, uh, I don't really know. I think it's just hard. It's always hard to see the finish line when. You have to put ends. They have put things together to make ends meet. And, yeah, um, like when
0: your head is in the sand, it's hard to see like what's in front of you. Right. Yeah.
1: So, um, I mean, that's the most difficult thing. But I feel like I separated into what what can I do to, I guess, make money in the future, mm-hmm. and what can I do to just help people if they need help. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. I mean, if somebody is moving or if somebody is needs picked up from somewhere, like. I'm not going to be like, hey, pay me. Yeah. you know, like, yeah. I'm just going to go do it, because yeah. that's how I am, so it's not, it's not really a big deal to me, um, because my thing is always, like, I always say that I hate to have my time wasted, but I don't, like, my time's not valuable. <laughs> I hate know? okay, like, but
0: I hate. I hate when people are like,
1: like, "You waste," be like, "Ah, oh, like you're just like wasting your time, man." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, what am I?
0: What the hell else am I going to be exactly. doing?" Exactly. Yeah. Like if
1: I didn't do what I'm doing now, I'd just be sitting here like doing push-ups when I'm bored. <laughs>
0: but,
1: like, you know,
0: like, I just feel <laughs> like sitting over here getting swole, man.
1: Yeah. Be like, like, wow, I'm really tired. I need to crank three out, three push-ups. No, that's, yeah, that's my daily vax No, yeah.
0: I hate when you say that your time is invaluable because if you weren't. Working where you are now, you would be doing something else with your time and probably making money, contributing yeah. more to.
1: I guess, the house. but I, I, like at the same time, it's like, what what is your time worth when you're working at one of those companies where you're just sitting there for eight hours a day doing nothing?
0: Like, I always say it's
1: another one of those like. Sorry to put you off. Is no. there another one of those like thirty thousand, three hundred thousand employees that right. nobody cares about? Here's a like, number. Yeah. And
0: I always say that your time isn't wasted if you enjoy what you're doing right. So do you feel like you're wasting your time doing what you're doing working for free right now? And that's a loaded question. Yeah. and you don't have to answer it. I'm so sorry. I
1: mean it's tough no I mean that's obviously that's the talks that I've had mm-hmm. before I even came here. Like the plan, yeah. the plan initially like was to come here anyway. Yeah. Regardless, so, you know, I spent... No, time... he pointed
0: at Nicole. The point was yeah. to come here to be with Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's you.
1: Podcasting.
0: Podcasting. Yeah. Nobody um, can see you when you point at your girlfriend. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I mean, you know, like, I lived in West Virginia, and it was... That's that's where I was, and um, it was three hours away. And, mm-hmm. it, look, we had never lived in the same town for, what, more than... Ten months.
2: Yeah, like nine or ten months.
1: Yeah, and it's, I mean, we've been together for five and a half years, so I think the end game was to be here anyway, so um, obviously the opportunity was afforded to me, but I think that um, that was one of the questions was, is it going to be worth it? And I mean, I think it will. Yeah. I think, and if anything else, it's like, if I don't choose to continue a career in it, then, um, like, I got to know the people that I got to know. Right and they're great people, so right. it's it's hard to say like that it's wasting my time or it's not because you know I feel like you don't know me, how it I'm, pays off yet. Yeah, and I'm more about relationships and meeting people and trying to market myself more than anything else. But I mean, I think there's a lot of it that just there. You, you, I, I think I try to think about what I what I would be doing if I wasn't there. Yeah, and it's like I don't know what I would be doing. So. Right. Yeah. I guess I could say that it's, like, I get annoyed with it sometimes, and, like, maybe it sucks because it's, like, I'm working a full-time job, and I'm not getting compensated for it, but... Yeah. Um, I guess the dividend is that I'm hopefully gonna get paid. Yeah. At some point, so... So,
0: I worked at the same place that you worked for free. Right. I worked there for free. And I would say that in the end it did pay off for me, but not in the way that I thought it would. So, like, it led to other career opportunities, but the relationships that I made there were the most beneficial thing. Like, there were no careers available at the time or that I was even ready for at the time that I was done being there. But, like, the small things that came along after that because of who I met have helped, like, have helped my career more than, like, the first job I took right after. Like, the first job I took right after was really great, but it's because the people were really great. Right. And the job I have now I have because of who I met when I was working for free. So, like, it's hard to say, like, when you're in it, like, oh, this is worth it, and, like, you love it every day because you're part of, like, this huge – D1 program that, like, means something, and, like, people know the name on your, across your chest, like, people get, like, really geeked out about, like, oh, my God, you work there, and you're like, yeah, man, but, like, inside, you're like, I can't pay my phone bill, like, you know what I mean, like, and it's tough, because you're trying to balance, like, this is such a great opportunity, I'm in it, I'm here to win, I'm here to win national championships, like, whatever, blah, 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 but, like, you can't put gas in your car. Yeah. So, it's, like, super bittersweet, but... At least for me, in the end, it worked out. For the girl that I was... The uh, There was another volunteer when I was there, and it did nothing for her. But That's she also didn't care that it did nothing for her. So I mean, strange. she doesn't keep in touch with any of those people. And I think the relationships that you form are the most important part about being there. Right.
1: Yeah. So,
2: But I mean, even in her perspective, though, like think about, like, maybe it didn't do anything for her, but maybe it did in the fact that she realized that she didn't want to work in that industry. Exactly. So, like, it's, I feel like that's what, you know, your young career is about, is just to work in a bunch of different places and figure yep. out, you know, what aspects of the job, if any, yeah, would be something that you'd want to take into your next job, that you'd want yes. in your next position. Yes. And, like, do you just keep
0: progressing, right? As far as like your job titles go, right? Like in the future, but and figuring out what you don't want to do is just as, if not more important. I think it's about important. I, yeah, Absolutely. about figuring out what you do want to do. Not
2: a lot of people graduate college like it's not like it was fifty years ago. Like not a lot of people graduate college and immediately go into a job where that they stay for stay at for like twenty five years. Isn't that insane? That doesn't happen anymore. No. It just doesn't. There are we know too much as like yeah. as young people <laughs> yeah. we do we know yeah. too much and we know the ins and outs of the business world the corporate world the non-corporate world like the nonprofit world any any mm-hmm. sort of thing that you go into
0: <sighs> exactly because everything's right at our hands and this goes back to technology and i think i reference technology in every single podcast because <laughs> like we have the internet and like our mm-hmm. parents didn't have the internet when my mom got her first iphone it was it was shocking to her. She couldn't believe that you could get any information and you could ask Siri anything and Siri would tell you. Like this she come
2: this will tell you something about my family but when my grandpa got his first iPod, cute. iPhone. Cute. He freaked out over Google. <laughs> so he's he's like super um, mechanic guy so he's very yeah. hands on. He's very like, you know, Tinker Bob builder kind of guy. He, mm-hmm. Like um, does a lot of like fix it stuff. Um, He was freaking out because he was like, do you know how long it would take to get a car part delivered? To where you were back in the day, he's like, you'd have to call up the guy. You'd have to <laughs> the guy, yeah, the guy, you know, the guy at the parts yeah, store. The guy and tell him like, this is the part I need, and then they ship it to you. And sometimes it was the wrong part, or you do, you had to ship yeah. it back. And then
0: you yeah, had to you're call like, it hey, again. Hey, Don,
1: you shipped me the wrong part. All right, you <laughs> yeah. gotta send it back.
2: Yeah, and so you send it back, and then you call the guy again, and yeah. you say, you gave me the wrong part. I need this part. But he was like, with Google, you just <laughs> look it up. And buy it right there, and then it just gets shipped. You don't need to talk to anybody. He was he yeah. was so excited about yeah. it, and like my grandparents are like my like idols to me. Yeah. Because they, just use technology like I've never... I mean, I they still have so many questions, obviously. Oh, the they yeah. They and be like, how do I get this to turn the other way? How do I but, check my email? Yeah, <laughs> but, like, they still have it. Like, they have an iPad. They have two... Like, they both have iPhones. Like, they're really, like, into it. Wow. But it is just so crazy to, like, think of how much we have at our fingertips now mm-hmm. that they didn't have. Yeah. And I think that that's both a strength and a weakness in the yeah. job, uh, like job, job world, market essentially yeah. you know you you know so much stuff about these companies you can look up reviews you can look up people that like have worked there in the past and you know what they think about it and like you can make connections there and figure out like if that's a company you really want to work for right back in the, like back you know whenever you used to just have to go you had to work there for ten years to figure all to that out. To figure out, like yeah. I, I mean, and now it's like after two years, you're figuring out what a company's
0: about because yeah. you just know more. Yeah. So well, so the arena that like Dan and I work in, college athletics, athletics period, whatever. Um, if you're a public university, your salary is on the internet. What what people make that like we worked with is on the internet, and like. I am the nosiest bitch out there. Like, I looked up everybody I worked with. I looked up what they were making. Like, and that's maybe... I don't know. Maybe it wasn't right. Maybe it was. It's public information. No, it's totally right. I would know that you're getting compensated correctly exactly and so and like, you should know what other
2: people make around you I exactly. never understood that money talk that everybody's like so hush-hush about how much they make why uh, is it I'm like, so is like I just feel like that it should not be a mystery anymore no because then that's how wage gaps get
0: started and that's how employers get away with not paying people or not or in your case what you're just telling me today like not paying you enough for like right. what you're resume or your credentials exactly like you could go to another company with the exact same resume Mm -hmm. and make x amount of dollars more like paying
2: someone that is doing all the duties of uh one job but paying them as a junior yes to do the same job yeah but paying them less essentially to do the same job as like you know the superior of what they're doing right
0: and i think that that's why people get away with paying people for free because like when i worked where dan works Nobody knew that we weren't paid. Nobody knew. And probably people don't know that you're not paid. I mean, probably your athletes know. But, like, anybody looking on, like, you're Mm -hmm. sitting on the bench at the game. Like, you're part immediate. Like, you are part of that core staff more than most people. Mm -hmm. And so, like, people probably don't know that you're a volunteer. Right. They just have no idea. And so, it's, like, not a question because no one's asking about money. Right. And... I just found out so Dan and I coach at a other place together. And I just found out this week what some people are making because it was like in an email and I was like, "Well, again, nosiest bitch out there." Right. I read the email and I was like, "I don't give a shit. Like if you're yeah. putting this in a public email that we all check, then it's technically to me." Right. Right? And so mm-hmm. I read it and I was like shocked a little bit at the wage. But that's, I mean, that's a totally different conversation. But it's just interesting to me that people don't talk about money more. Yeah. Because I think that they should because money literally, time is money.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? And so money should be part of our daily conversations. But Agreed. Dan, what would you say is the number one pro of working for free? What's the biggest incentive? Don't say free gear. <laughs> don't
1: say. Oh, man. It's always. I free mean,
0: gear for his girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Free stuff is always. And the then
2: best. happy girlfriend, happy life. Yeah, am I
0: right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean obviously, I think I think for me the biggest incentive is just um, it's just being more marketable. You know? Yeah. I think it's it's hard to at least in my line of work and and where a lot of people try to make a name for themselves is they they just you know, want to put their head to the grindstone and yeah. be like, ah, I'm just going to grind it out. It'll be yeah. fine. But I think right. a lot of people just do it and then don't really try to follow up. They're just there to spend their time and then they don't really leave an impression on someone. So, okay. I think for me, if if anything, what you get out of it is that, like, people know that you're reliable and people know that, yeah. that you're going to work and try to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, and granted, I mean, there's you know, however many odd programs in the country, so it's not like I'm the only person that's working for free, but I think that it's it's a testament, you know. Like, it's something you can talk to people about. Like, yeah, I was there, right. but it's definitely going to pay off. Or,
0: so let's talk about how many people in the country. Let's make a guesstimate. a minute. There are two people on your staff that are volunteers, yes? Yeah. Okay, two in our conference makes 28? We have 14 in the conference now?
1: Something like that. Okay, yeah, uh, so there's
0: 25 in all Power Five conferences. There's 125 people in I think this there's country.
1: There's 368 that, teams in Division One.
0: In Division yeah. One. Yeah. So if each of the there are less than a thousand people in this country in your position. Yeah. But also,
2: Does you that that your think mind? about you have to think about like other volunteers. You know, you have like managers and yeah, like radio people that don't get paid. True and like. People that are not in dance position. Equipment room. Equipment room managers. I mean, granted, you yeah. kind of uh, add, subtract based on if they're a student or not. Because, like... Yeah. I mean, yes, you should be getting paid as a student. But a lot also... A it's,
0: it's the resume building experience. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I think
2: as a college student, you're kind of used to, like, I'm doing this so that I have a work study. Or I'm doing yep. this so I have this on my resume. And that's kind of like a unspoken rule. And I think, yes. like, if you're in college and you want that exposure, like, that's worth it. Yeah. Like, completely worth it Agreed. to, like, not get paid. And you're, like, you know, you're in college, your your tuition is, you know, sometimes paid, sometimes not, and then yeah. you get a job, like, you know, outside of that if you need money. But I think, like, it's it's worth it if it's, like, exposure for the thing that you want to do. If you want right. to be a manager or an equipment manager or
0: something, like, in the
2: athletic department. Right.
0: And a lot of times those positions are part of a course, So, like, you're in whatever... You're in
2: kinesiology and you're working as a, a, um, like, assistant to the trainers.
0: Yeah, and you, like, need 12 hours for the semester or whatever. Like, I wouldn't even count those. That's,
2: like, at Dan's previous job um, at university, uh, they... It was kind of the same thing. Like, it was, like, um, people that were going to physical therapy... Yeah. Like, were in charge of a team, Mm -hmm. essentially um to that's like, insane to be their like personal trainers there. And I think they had not personal trainers no they're not had like, a about trainer yeah a trainer. yeah um and so they would like you know tape up ankles you know give ice like do that kind of stuff and yeah. I think they had like trainers that were there like they were part of the staff but then they had student trainers yeah. that helped out like per team so that was part of the like curriculum for right. their right. major so that like makes sense because that's yeah. like, valuable experience that you
0: get actually working hands-on with players <coughs> so that makes sense Yes. No, I agree with that. Um, I would say the biggest thing I worked for, I learned working for free is like the um, the basis that like every day is an interview. Like no one was investing money in me. Nobody was saying like we're paying you X amount of dollars per hour. Like kind of long. Like what Dan was saying. Like you're marketing yourself. You're the guy that shows up ten minutes early every day. Like no one's investing in me. And so, like, the fact that I'm still here says something, right? Like, every day is an interview. You go in every day and you're being judged every day like, oh, do they suck or not? Like, And if you suck, it's really not a reflection of who you work for because you don't really work for them, right? right? It's like if you Mm -hmm. suck, they just, like, write it off. But if you're really good, they'll put your name behind you, which I think is a huge pro if you're good at working for free, which is hard. But I would say the worst thing is that if – I hadn't worked for free somebody else would have like I'm I've been financially independent since I was 18 like parents have never paid my rent I moved out of the house and they were like good luck like whatever and so if I wasn't going to work for free and if I hadn't been able to open up a huge line of credit to like move down here and do that they were going to get some other kid whose parents probably were going to pay for Mm -hmm. him or her to live down here and do it and like that's kind of shitty. Yeah, like being replaceable is what you're And saying. you're like super just, replaceable. You're not even, yeah, because yeah, it's like. It's a blip. They're going to get somebody yeah. else to do it after you, or they're going to get somebody else to do it before you. Right. They're not taking the most qualified candidate for a job because right. they're not compensating for the most qualified candidate. Mm-hmm. They're, they're making room for the most willing person. Right. And I think that that says a lot about like you or I or whatever, like individually. Like, yes, I'm the most willing to rearrange my life and work 60 hours a week for zero dollars like yeah that makes me willing and what you make of those 60 hours is like totally up to you but um I would say being replaceable that's like a really good way to put it is like probably the worst part about it yeah what would you say is the worst part
1: um I think the the worst part for me is that it's just a struggle really uh every day to like try to find your worth Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I think any given day you can go in and and something is going to be different and you're going to I I think I I was talking to Nicole about this is that it's it's hard for me to go in and then be like I'm going to do this because usually that means like if I had thought about it that means it's already been thought about mm-hmm. because I'm like the last one on the totem pole like right. lowest down at the bottom. So I'm like, you know, I I, I stress myself out by you know oh I need to be in there at this time and like if I don't do this like it's gonna look bad blah blah blah, and then I get in there and then it's already done already done or like (laughs) they don't care Well, they don't yeah
2: they don't care they don't need it or right you know and
1: and it's not to say that you know that's that's good or bad you know it's like I'm indifferent about it but I think I I spend a lot of time worrying about things that I don't really necessarily know whether or not they need to be done yeah and I think a lot of the times that's um, that's par for the course. I mean, you're yeah. you're working for no money, and it's really like you're just there to get the experience and kind of be a fly on the wall. And right. a lot of the times, they want you to just kind of be a sponge and yeah. absorb a lot of things and you know think, try to think differently. But I mean, yeah.
0: contribute where you can.
1: Yeah, I I just think that for me, it's obviously the the worst part is that you're spending all this time and energy and then you don't get compensated but it's yeah um I mean I think in a way you are but there's so many things that I feel like are just just crush me every day yeah. financially like yeah I open up my student loans and look and see,
0: that,
1: <laughs> see <laughs> no. that I've paid like four grand in interest and then only paid a thousand dollars in principal so yeah like, it's been negated twice over and yep um, you know, like somebody's going to come break my kneecaps because I haven't paid my loans. They're like, this is the,
0: the this is the credit collectors." Hello, <laughs> <laughs> this is the IRS.
1: <laughs> Give us all our money. And, and like, you're like, I get it. I owe
0: you thousands of dollars. Like leave yeah. me alone. I'm working for zero dollars hour uh, right yeah. now. Like I, I can't, I can't pay you. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think and the then, the pro to the con though is that like you did, if you think about like, so you, the job that you have now that you're not making any money gave you the connections to, like, get another job that makes you money.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I guess
2: that, I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, you met people that knew people that could get you in coaching at, at, like, another job for for money. Right. So that, like, helped a little bit. Like, you would have never gotten
0: there unless you were volunteering, unless you were working for no money. You would have never been, and I'm. there were so many things, I'm going to name names. You would never have been at Elite where we are. If you hadn't been working where you are now for no money, right, right, and no, so I mean, yeah, it's it's exactly. not to
1: say that I'm not like extremely thankful for all the people and all the opportunities afforded. It's just, but it's so
0: frustrating. It's, so, it's
1: very frustrating. I don't even know, like. I don't even think "frustrating" is the word. I just think it's like it's fucking hard, man. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> there's, it's fucking really, hard, man. there's really no other way around it. Yep. Like, it's so fucking it's hard to just be like, all right, I'm gonna go from, you know, granted... A, when I was in West Virginia, like I was only making $8,000 a year. So it's like, that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not glitz and glamour by any right, means, but right. like you're, yeah, I was getting paid. I had three meals a day that were free. Like I had somewhere to live that, that sucked free. ass, but, but it was free. free. And like,
2: burn down. The yeah.
1: And, Cox and, Hall. and now it's like
2: burn down Cox Hall. I, I just like, hashtag I mean, burn it down it,
1: you wouldn't be able to burn it down that's honestly
2: it, i think it is the most sound building in the entire united that's, states it's gonna be
1: nuclear, really sad
0: nuclear bunker. um yeah. but anyway it's
1: <laughs> i you know it, that's i look back at that and i'm like it it was i think it was easier mm-hmm. and i don't want to think that i don't think it was easier in the sense that like my job was uneasier easier or that i didn't have to work as much right um but I think it was easier in the fact that I at least felt like I was sort of financially stable. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. it's like, with with our tough schedule and with everything else, it's it's hard to find time. That's the other thing that sucks. It's hard to find time to make money because you're, yeah. like, you devoting all your time to, not making money. And it's I think it's well, it's I hard. think
0: I think it's because like you care so much. Like, I think that these corporations, universities, whatever, that bring in people that are volunteers and they're going to work for free, I don't think that they expect them to care as much as you do. Mm -hmm. Like, you're kind of the cream of the crop or whatever in that sense, is that, like, you really give a shit about your athletes and you care about their well-being and you care about the schedule and you care about what happens during practice and how efficient you're being. Like, I don't think that everybody they bring in is that way. Does that make sense? Like and you feel all this pressure and this stress. And I understand that because I get where you're coming from, but I don't think that everybody approaches it the same way that you do. And so it's I think it's meant to be like a show up to practice, show up whatever, 20 hours a week. And like that's how my position was presented. But it was I was easily there 60 hours a week because For me, the way the weight room looked reflected directly on me. Mm -hmm. And if somebody came in and was like, oh, that looks dirty, I took it personally. But, like, nobody in my position really had before that.
1: Right. You know what I
0: mean? Like, it's really not on you because you're the volunteer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really on other people, but you take it so personally because you care so much.
2: Yeah. And you want it to look good for you. So, like, you're pretty much building a reputation for yourself of how these, like, people who are in charge of paying you but don't mm-hmm. um but they're pretty much going to pay you in like good recommendations they're going to be right. like oh dan like he worked really hard he worked and he really was hard. always here and he you know cared a lot and that's going to reflect in future jobs but there's a certain point where it's yeah. like come on like come just on. give fuck. me." S- fuck yeah. it's fucking hard yeah <laughs> like there's a certain point where you're like hey yeah pay me 300, you know, like 300 bucks. me the money. 300 like, bucks
0: would really love, like my bank account would love that. And sometimes, and yeah, it's crazy. I think it's because of like, I think our generation is so, I don't want to say trailblazer or like whatever in this way. We but are. like, we can live off of so little. Like we don't need a whole lot. Like that $8,000 a year to you was probably like, this is great.
1: Well, yeah. This it's is
0: enough. You are, it's enough. And granted, all these other things were being paid for, but, like, it was enough, yeah. you know? And so, Especially like, we're not asking for $40,000 to, like, I mean, that would be great, but, yeah. like, we're not asking for $40,000 to do a, quote, internship. We're just asking for, like, a $10,000 stipend. Yeah, exactly. Fifteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 Livable
1: wage. Livable
0: wage. Livable wage. And then when you look back at what your boss or whoever you're working for is making it's so frustrating like if I took one thousand dollars from each of you would you even notice but like I would notice yeah you know what I mean exactly and uh, granted that's not like not how it works and I get it but like right it's so frustrating um okay so is do you have any recommendations for people that are considering doing an internship or will have to do an internship for their major or whatever because they're oh oh let's talk about this first sorry do you think that working for free or doing, unquote unpaid internships, quote, volunteering your time, whatever, do you think that that is unique to athletics? Or do you think that it is more, it's something that's, like, in every aspect or in every job market?
1: Um, I don't think that it's necessarily 100% unique, but I think it's definitely more of a niche in mm-hmm. the athletics mm-hmm. side of things just yes. because – you know, internships or internships, like if you're in college and you're home for the summer and you're like, ah, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go hose down golf carts at the <laughs> <Yeah>. country club <laughs> and then, like, on the, you know, and then 20 hours a week I'm going to go sit at a desk at, like, Joe Schmo's accounting firm. Fucking like that's Chase. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, I mean, there's a difference between that and, and I think working at athletics where... When you're gonna volunteer, like you're gonna work and you're gonna you're gonna work your ass off. Yeah. Like if you know if you're a volunteer at a D1 school for baseball, you make a shit ton of money. Yeah. You're listed as a volunteer, but you make a shit ton of money because all you do is run their camps. Yeah. You plan everything. You invite everyone. You send out like obviously you're in charge of some aspect of recruiting because you're trying to get those kids to come. But like you can either make a shit ton of money doing that and make a living by volunteering or you can completely suck at it and just fail, you know? And, And that's something that is, like, kind of different in my eyes just because, you know, if you go to Chase and you, like, suck at your job, you either get fired... Yeah. Or you'll, like, get moved to a different department. Right. Or you'll but do
0: enough to stay on. Yeah,
1: but it's not right. like if you suck at it, like, you completely lose your livelihood. You know? Right. Like, I mean, that's a very real thing in athletics. Like, if you're not good, then you can get axed at any moment. And that's, I think it's it's really, really different. So I wouldn't say it's, like, completely unique, but it's definitely for something that's, part. yeah, that's, I think, a lot of people overlook.
0: And for, and you can even be a great coach, like, a great psychological ambassador or whatever and you can be a great conditioner and you can be really great at communicating with your athletes but if you're not winning like you're still out
1: yeah like
0: that's it's,
2: something that i think is unique
0: it's like, all about winning. i feel like at this level it's all about yeah. winning yeah. Like the level we're talking yeah. about but
1: i mean that's uh, the reality is like when i was applying for jobs like i applied for 72 jobs <laughs> in three months. Yeah. And they were all jobs that have opened because somebody got fired. Yep. Or somebody left and went to a bigger school. And it's like, um, you know, and, and a lot of that is like, especially in athletics, the most infuriating thing is like, you, they post these jobs, but they have to do it as a formality, so it's like, that spot's already filled. They
0: already know who they're picking. Yeah, and they're they're like, just, like, oh, legally we have to post
1: Yeah, this. and, and you're so, like, you're like, here's my fucking cover letter, hope <laughs> <"Make laughs> you enjoy it. Like,
0: yeah. The same one that I've used <laughs> for the yeah. last it pisses me 70 yeah. schools.
1: Copy, paste. Hey, like, fucking
2: oh, hire I like, me, yeah. I know you won't, but yeah. here I right. go. <laughs> I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to sling
0: my resume to you. Exactly. Please. So, Which cool. is the biggest reason why it's good to... Connections you're building right big time because you're going to be on that short list before the job's even posted. Yes, and that's honestly the only reason I would suggest working for free is the the connections. But then that's any marketing event, this just happens to be the longest, yeah, right, even if it's a semester or a year or a season or whatever. Like the marketing and the networking is unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbeatable. You, and you have to take advantage of that every day. Every day is an interview. Yeah. You have to market yourself well every day, but it's fucking hard, man. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Well, any other things that you guys want to add on top of that?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think if you if you spend a lot of time trying to weigh your options, it usually works out. I mean, you know, yeah. like I... I probably spent it was sort of like an up and down, probably two and a half month roller coaster of whether or not I was gonna work like I you know, I had an idea that I was gonna move here mm-hmm. and and try to figure out something from there, but um it wasn't something that happened overnight. So I right. think that's something like patience is definitely something that's important and I think just trying to stay invested as well as you can is another thing. It's like Yeah um because it is like I mean it's an investment it's it's an investment emotionally it's an investment mentally and physically and it's something that it's never gonna be easy but if you do it it'll pay off yeah if you do it well I think that's like the hardest part is that at least for me like I've gotten really attached and really close to a lot of the people and staff and it's it's tough to like uh, you know a lot of days like I'm there and it's it's awesome like I'm excited and it's really cool and and then like that's then you come home and you're like ah I gotta pay for all this stuff.
0: yeah this shit's just <laughs> piling
1: yeah. up yeah <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I mean it's just it's something that's it's definitely gonna be different but I think if if you can afford to do it <laughs>
0: literally <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: pun intended um, pun then intended. it's definitely
1: gonna definitely yeah. gonna pay off
0: yeah I would agree. Well, thank you so much for your insight. I appreciate both of you. Um, Dan, best of luck making money. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. I'm you trying too. to help you in that aspect. Yeah, I mean,
1: someday. 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 Maybe someday, but. whenever I'm not uh, in crippling debt, I'll be able to <gasps> speak of other things. but
0: <laughs> Same. I don't know why I guessed at but that I'm like, well, I'm
2: literally being... Only student loan debt. Yeah. Credit card debt's another issue. That, that happens way more rapidly.
0: Yeah, uh, I would agree. Well, anyways, I basically have an empty drink. There's ice left, but cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you guys.